Welcome. It's no secret that for many in education, this has been a very difficult year. Today, we take a look at staff morale and what role principals play in that. So listen in to hear our thoughts on a really timely topic. Hey, ladies. I I have a question that I wanted to bring forth. Do you think that site administrators are responsible for teacher morale? Mm. So what's making you ask that uh, question there, Nina? This is Cynthia here. Um, that was something that was brought to me um, mm. as, as, a, as a concern. And one of the things that I'm trying to recall is times when I was a teacher, right? Um, and I don't think that I would hold my site leader responsible for my morale around the profession. So I have a follow-up question. Who is responsible for your morale? Can, can the word morale and, and education be, can they exist? I mean, like, are those, you know, can public education lift morale as a whole? I don't know. I mean, a lot of the things that we're dealing with are beyond our control. Like we, we can't control the fact that, you know, we have standards that we have to hold kids to, right? And that part of that work is um, instruction, right? Um, for me personally, um, I feel like uh, sometimes leaders are the go-to when things aren't working the way people want them to like the, 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 the punching bag, I guess. And I feel like the, the kind of the confined, not spaces, but like the, the metaphorical spaces that we're working within, um, I didn't create, right? We're all trying to work around them so that students are able to achieve. And so I'm, I guess I'm, I'm confused around what my role is in supporting teacher morale because that's or or, or morale as a whole um but more specifically teachers um i don't know i think it's uh, this i think it's hard because there are two levels to this i think so like i think one level is that idea of individual morale like am i responsible for for how people feel about every decision I make, things like that, like individual responses, I think is part of morale. And I think part of the struggle of leadership is you've got to release some of that, right? You have to be willing to say, well, I have to make the hard decisions. On the flip side of that, I do think that a leader's tone, approach, presence, energy, I think they can impact kind of the, well, the energy at, at the school, which I think has implications for morale, right? I think I, I can think of plenty of instances where uh, a more paranoid leader or a highly critical leader or a leader who I felt uh, didn't trust me or a leader who I felt was threatened by me, how those people created a sense of morale in me that was lowered. Whereas, you know, a, a different energy can bring at least a different um, 
outlook from me. So I, I don't know. I think it's a, I think it's a multi-leveled question. And, and I, I do think we as leaders do have to energy police on some level. We have to. Um, so I don't know. Anybody else want to take that? So Melissa, energy police, it can't, um, like you mean, what, what do you mean by that exactly? I mean, I think we have to be thoughtful and careful about how we respond to things that come our way. I do think we have to give that elixir Mm -hmm. of calm and presence, but also steadfastness, which I do think, I don't know, at least for me, let me just own this. At least for me, (laughs) sometimes when something has either A, made me angry or B, I feel defensive around, I I have to energy police. Yeah, no, I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I, I think as I transition from a smaller elementary site to a larger middle school site, what's hard for me is individualizing that morale because at my last, I I was at a site where everybody kind of needed and, and um, received the same thing. And, and that was good. It worked. Um, Whether that was the way we did a, a PLC collaboration and talked to each other in a collaboration or the way we celebrated each other at a, at an, at a happy hour or an event, right? Those are, cause those are two different types of opportunities that where morale can, can be, can have an impact. Uh, my current site, I, in the, in the fractured time that I've been there in these last three years of being on campus and off campus, I'm learning that I have to like tailor it to each individual teacher and that's exhausting. So that's why Melissa, I'm asking you about, you know, your energy policing, (laughs) because I try to, I try to do the warm, fuzzy, stupid things. And, you know, like it's going to be 95 degrees tomorrow and I'm already like, I got to get some iced teas in the fridge and make some of those people happy. Right. But I also know (laughs) like it's little things like that, that some people really like, but there's other people that are like, I could care less about your iced tea. I need your support in the classroom. And that's what I want to do. And then I have this other bit of people who are like, the work is so hard this year, stay out of my classroom. And so I am constantly trying to meet the needs of everybody to make everybody happy. And, and I, I, and nobody's happy because I'm not doing a good job for anybody, yeah. including no, myself. No. And so I think oh. it's easy to get like wrapped up in that. So it's, it's, um, it's complex. Very and, complex and, and it shifts, it shifts at different points of the year, right? We're getting Correct. ready to go into spring Correct. fever. That yeah. that's a different type of morale. We have a different type of energy when we come into the, a new year, you have a different type of energy when there's a new leader in the building. So I think it's just a constantly shifting thing. Well, I'm just going to dovetail into what you said, because I, I, I do feel like you have to cater for different people. Like one of the, one of the things that somebody brought, folks brought to me is that they wanted icebreakers in the staff meeting. And I was, I guess, I, very honestly floored by that because I had done that when we had done distance, like distance learning for the staff, like staff meetings. But the fact that people wanted that, I was like, wow, okay, um, I'll do it. I'm confused by that. And, and because I thought, is that, is that the elixir to staff morale? Like, is that what that you need? Is it an icebreaker to help with morale? I was so confused by it. I did it, but it, it just, yeah, I agree with you. It has to be catered for different people. But I think you have to think about what they're asking for, um, Nina. If they're asking for an icebreaker, right? 
what is the intent of the icebreaker? So are they really asking for more time to connect with their colleagues, more time to, especially if it's via Zoom, because we've been disconnected for so long and have, haven't really had any in-person staff meetings. So maybe they are really asking for something more about, maybe it's more about connection. Mm. Maybe they're wanting to connect with their peers more and they feel like that will help. You dropped for a second. I'm... Oh, oh, did I? Yeah, so go back to my, the last my thing point... about the intent. Well, I was saying that the intent for an icebreaker is really to kind of like connect. So maybe when they're asking to have more icebreakers, they're really asking to be able to connect with their peers, considering that we haven't had many in-person meetings, they're all via Zoom, that might be a need that they're asking us to help them meet. So just to, to respond to that, I did that when we were you know, at home, right? But I was under the impression that because we're all at, at, at the campus right now, that we are connecting with each other. And I didn't know that people needed a formalized opportunity to do that. Because in my mind, like, wouldn't you do that at happy hour, right? And, and, and wouldn't those connect, like, are those connections really connections? Do you know what I mean? Like, can you really connect with somebody via an icebreaker? Because there's a part of me that kind of views it as slightly superficial. So here's my question. So, so are these actual like icebreakers or are they really asking for a check-in? Are they asking for time to be like in a breakout room where they're able to kind of let's like have a moment to like check in with their peers? and just get to talk and get to know one another. I only ask that because I know that at my site, um, that was also kind of requested, is that we have a little bit more check-ins. So prior to starting some of the meetings, can we just take uh, time to check in and get to, I don't know, not, I don't wanna say get to know one another, but just the chance to just kind of check in on each other. I think what Cynthia is talking about, this is Roy Dubs here, is, that on some level, like when it's when you're thinking about your whole site, like as a group as a whole, I think oftentimes morale is akin to the to the climate, the, the like climate of the school. And I think that asking ourselves as leaders, are we how how responsible are we for the climate of our school community? I think that we are. I, I think that I go back to my why, like I as a leader. I know that I'm a leader of, of leaders and I think that job satisfaction, when I'm thinking of morale, I'm thinking of a lot of different things, but one thing is how satisfied people are in their job. And so um, I, I always, I wanna see who's gonna take over for me in a few years or who's gonna take over, who's gonna be the next person in there. And if people love their jobs and they love you know, coming to work every day, that is important. I think that it is hard though, because I do think that, you know, a staff filler might not necessarily boost your morale or my morale the same way as, as, as you know, um, time to talk, time to collaborate, a happy hour. Um, we all celebrate and we do things differently, but I just think, you know, having a lot of connections with people, um, even if it's, even if it's, even if it's contrived is helpful. I find myself as a manager helping people to just communicate 
in general every day. So someone might've said something that made somebody feel a certain way and we slow it down and we try to both see the same picture. And I think that even though, you know, a, a, even though an opening, a staff opener or an icebreaker is, um, it might speak to some, it doesn't speak to everybody. And I think all of these little things, whether it be an icebreaker or a time when we're all gonna get together and, and break bread, it is just opportunities for, for us to bring humanity back, bring understanding, help help each other see each other in a in a way that we're seeing each other outside of, you know, I'm teaching first grade, I'm teaching, you know, I'm a science teacher. I, I just I think having opportunities to be able to mix it up is important for morale. And I think some of it, I think a lot of it does need to be you know, provided by an administrator, but they don't do it alone. Like it's, 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 it's the whole school's effort together to, to boost morale. This is my thought. So I, I was like, morale, morale. That's for me, I'm like thinking about how happy I am. And I looked it up. It says the confidence, enthusiasm, and discipline of a person or group at a particular time. And I'm, I'm reflecting back to when my morale was at its highest this year, and it was right before the winter break. And it's because we had exhibitions of student learning for the very first time. And just seeing students feel so excited about talking about what they've learned and what they've created with an audience, like totally boosted my morale. And that was me, not the staff. That was just for myself. So I'm thinking about like the environment, what we do, how we create, what we're asked to do is like what produces that feeling of having a high or low morale. So I don't know. I mean, to the point that was made earlier from Cynthia, the pandemic has a lot to do with like the state of morale in education. Like this is the hardest year we've ever had the mental health crises, the attendance issues, the fact that we have to, we're going to be punished if we don't get 95% of our students participating in the CASP. And we can't even get close to that for our attendance. So what is hap- what happens like that kills my morale as an educator, where I'm just trying to make sure that our school is safe and that our students feel safe and they feel engaged and their basic needs are being taken care of. And we're able to support the mental health needs of our students. And then you're going to throw that on it. Like that killed my morale. So I don't know. I think a lot about environment. I think a lot about expectations. I think a lot about connections, just the human connections and how we're trying to get back to that. So are administrators responsible for teachers morale? Yes and no. Cause I feel like I don't hold anybody. I don't hold my supervisor responsible for my morale. I mean, I do to some extent, but not entirely. So I think we do get to create the environment. We set the vision. Um, we allow for things to happen. And I don't know. I think I guess my response is to, to some degree. I've had a leader who was very authoritative, micromanaging. I left the school when she was um, in the position. And a lot of it had to do with how the staff was treated and the environment that she created. So I did think that she had some impact on it, but I also feel like we have agency in ourselves and we get to pick and decide like what we choose, like spaces we choose to be in. And so a lot of it's on us because we're responsible for the energy that we bring. I kind of want to add to that. Um, I actually, so if I had to just answer the question, yes or no, my answer would be yes. That admin, 
I think that we are responsible for teacher morale. If I had to go like bottom line, yes or no, the answer would be yes for me. Um, I think what is unfortunate is that as an administrator, we constantly have to make tough decisions and we have to lead in ways that sometimes I think that teachers just don't understand where we're coming from. So I always go back to the saying that um, you really will never know what it's like to walk in my shoes as a principal until you've been in the role as a principal, bottom line. And I think mm -hmm. that there's no trying to explain it to teachers in any way so they can understand our role. They True. typically will just say, you know what? You get paid the big bucks. That's what you get paid the big bucks for. Um, and it's almost like put your big girl panties on and just deal with it. Uh, that's what you get paid for, right? So, but, but they don't understand that sometimes we have to make these decisions that will negatively impact staff morale. Um, right. But I think it's important that we, because what it comes down to is that sometimes we make decisions that people aren't happy with, right? But they don't understand right. the flip side of it. And mm -hmm. so I think that is what can negatively impact it. But we're not, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm intentionally trying to sure. negatively impact morale. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes the decisions I make just happen to just maybe make folks feel a little sad. But I try to counter that by being very clear and transparent, right? Open clear door policy, fine. absolutely, right? Making sure that everyone understands where I'm coming from um, and they know I'm not being, you know, sneaky, manipulative. I'm not trying to make them feel bad. But on the, on the other end of that, they don't always care about my feelings. I'm gonna keep it real, right? <laughs> Speak I mean, on it. <laughs> so it's like, they don't see the human aspect of me as a leader and a principal and what I have to go through and so sometimes I think that teachers can negatively impact admin morale. So, you know, it may not be purposeful, but that's just how I see it on some level. Jamie, is it yes or no? Admin oh, I mean, It's a yes for me all the way. All right. That, I mean, I talked about that in why I became a principal because I worked at, I mean, I, I worked at a school that I was miserable to come to every day because it was a battle between what is right for kids and what adults want to do for themselves. And I was advocating for kids and the people around me were not, and it was a battle and I hated that. And so I was like, you know, what? I want to get to a place where everybody understands that their role is that they're here for children. Aguadalo, yes yeah. or no? Yes. Nina, yes or no? I, it's, I can't answer that question because I think it's super nuanced. I work for an extraordinary leader at my site and who, who was like a cheerleader, actually had been cheerleader in high school, um, was a cheer, like, was like, loved the job. And I, I loved it, like I fed off of it, but there were people that hated her just for yes. sport. Yes. So I, 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 it's a very, so for me, Cynthia, it's a very nuanced um, okay. response to All that. Right. So. Stephanie, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Melissa, I mean, Roy Dubs, yes or no? Yes, my why. I, I'm a leader. I want to build up leaders. I want people to be happy in their jobs and change the world. Yay. And can I? Larkin. Yeah, and, wait, 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 Larkin, yes or no? Oh, absolutely, yes. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Feel free to find us on all your socials at uh, Principles Trust, and we'd love to hear your thoughts and feedback, as well as any questions you might have.